oh, I'm welcoming people to the show? Is that what I do? Oh, well, welcome to another episode of Husbands Watching Housewives. I'm Scott. And I'm Jeff. Right, and we just finished watching the latest episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes, we did. It was, I think, a, it was a, it was a good, good episode. It was an episode. The, yeah, yeah. There's definitely um, uh, some more fun yeah. in this episode with the trip to Ohio. The, the toe-licking and the tonguing. Again, we have games. Scissoring. I guess. <laughs> scissoring is no game. That's, no. Scissoring it's, is it's for real. real. Thing. It's a real thing. Yeah, sure but, Like, the is. whole, like, the... the the continuing with the card game of like select this thing so i'll say something salacious and people will be like what what <laughs> so that was yeah the toe licking and the uh sudden putting your tongue do into reach you, do you mouth. think the producers own like stock and spencer's gifts and that's why <laughs> they're always like we got to play a game if we can make a card game available now in the tiktok shop again yeah. i think we said this before like one of the housewives needs to start her own like housewives card game i think people would love that to play like with their friends on like you know girls night in let's play some games let's look at toe um and then yeah and and then in the midst of that kyle just randomly says would you date a woman right (laughs) not at all not at all no suspicious no and then Dorit being her entire like, it's you know, seems somewhat suspicious. Right. Or was that later on? She's like, this is how rumors get started. And it's like, yeah, you start them. Yes. That's how rumors get started. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, it was it was a trip for a day trip for um, Anne Marie's birthday. She's forty one, and. I thought it was sweet that she said, oh, it's sweet that they put this together for me. And I'm like, oh, girl, this is just work. (laughs) Production did that. You just coincided. Yeah. They needed a reason. Happy birthday. Here's a big cake. Yeah, it was a very big cake. It was a really tall cake. Yeah. For sure. And they, they like ate a quarter of it. Like if you watch at the end of that, I don't know if they ate it, but they at least carved it up. I was impressed. I was like, wow, it's a lot of cake for them to take down. Right. Like big icing yeah. yeah so um and then what happened after ohio they it was individual like personal scenes like garcelle with her sons and talking about sex i believe you called it the garcelle family hour yeah that's because garcelle's um storyline this season is oh i have these two twin boys let's focus on that and i'm going to bring up various issues like sex and girlfriends and did i what did i do wrong during the divorce and you know blah 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 we never see we've only seen her ex-husband once on the show i think it was like her first or second season i don't remember that at all yeah um but yeah we he's an ordinary guy he's an agent i don't know if he still is but after the entire agency received the uh, email that he was cheating on her. Yeah, I think he might. I, I wonder if he left CAA after, yeah, after that. Right. Yeah. Oh God. Well, there's that, and then oh the oh the the Dorit PK therapy session because they love a therapy session on a housewife show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially one that comes to the house. Yeah. <laughs> Therapist or just a friend who wanted to be on the show. No, I'm kidding. The therapist you said looked like Gina from OC. I yeah, well you said she reminded you of someone and I was like, probably Gina. She had the, the, the hair haircut. for it. Yeah. 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 I think it was just the just... I'd rather I'd rather her therapist than Sutton's matchmaker any day of the week. Oh, yes. Because the therapist at least, you know, was making like good points. <laughs> but yeah, I think the the gist was Dorit wants PK to like really be there for her and you know understand where she's coming from that she still has all these issues 
from the um, the break-in. Right. right, and PK just turned it all into, well, that's fine and all, but you're also just irritating. That's, you're really high-maintenance, love. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like you're just now figuring that out, governor. <laughs> Gotta keep the Mrs. Hoppert happy. Yeah. <laughs> Oi. Clean the chimney. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it just, like... That definitely sound sounded like you know yeah, yeah I've, I put up with her for a long time and now it's just gotten even worse. Yes, it's like well, you, you know who you married. Also, it's... it was kind of it was not kind of it was one hundred percent cringy to hear him say like the typical you know when Dorit and I first got married she was a bubbly vivacious woman. It's like well. Yeah, she was also not having to put up with your ass for the last right. 14 years. And she was like single at the time and had no kids. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like that to hear that old yarn get, you know, trotted out and just like, oh, God. Because like she was his second wife. So he's like, oh, man, I thought, you know, I'm, and now here I am with the trying to make happy wife, happy life a thing. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, yeah. you say they're still together posting, you know, cute they, photos on Instagram. They, well, I wouldn't say cute, <laughs> but they're posting photos in wow. jeans and T-shirts. Um, yeah, I thought it, it was like a whatever therapy session, but I understood what she was saying. Um, and for once, she wasn't like as verbose. So it was just like, this is what I need from you, blah, blah, blah. And so... And you, you you got a little touched that PK was a little choked up. I remember you, you going, yeah. aww. I no, felt like was... I was uh, watching a live studio audience, right. you know, react. You're like, aww. He does love her. <laughs> oh, again, with the paper plates, by the way. Like, she had pizza on paper plates. I'm like, Dari, like, where's the Hermes? Yeah, like... Jeff uh, is very anti-paper plate. We'll watch yes. House Hunters. And he'll, like, even though it's House Hunters, like, they clearly just moved in or are moving out. He's just like, oh, God, the paper plates. Like, every there's just time, something about paper plates that Every time, him. I'm like, why Why are you doing this? Like, you have a real plate. Like, Especially just... then to watch yes, Dorit, of all people, who, why uh, doesn't she break out her, you know, Chanel China or something? <laughs> you would think. Probably as Prada dinnerware, you know? Yeah, there was, yeah. It, it just really bugged me. I'm like, no, no. Take that back to Ralph's. Um, and then what else? Yeah, see, nothing stood out to me until... Kyle's... Yeah, yeah Kyle's, you know, uh, celebration of life. Which I, I, early on, I must not have been paying attention because, you know, most people at least have a, cel- they have a celebration of life. It's just a euphemism for a funeral, you know, for uh-huh. a, a memorial. But I guess the fact that she had it a year afterwards is what kind of threw me. I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. Her friend didn't just die. I think I was confusing her with Whitney from oh, Salt right. Lake, whose friend had just died. Right. But it was a year ago. And yeah. I think maybe, you know, not that it's easier, but like with some, with the year past, it's somewhat easier to talk about it. Right. And, you know, even though in her speech, Kyle said like, you know, people don't want to talk about suicide. It's really just, you know, uh, it's it's so horrible and the, and, right. and you know and the second guessing and like why did she do this and you know like in her pain and the mental illness there's just like a lot of things you know a lot of facets but it to also it. makes it so that you know i guess you can actually all spend time together and not just mm-hmm. grieving like you're right. there in a, in a better place than you were a year ago exactly and she was and she would and she said that you know her friend would want lorraine would want everyone to to like you know be happy and enjoying themselves and so you can more so do that a year i mean i'm the one who you know we had my mom's celebration of life like three months after she died Uh so i mean i'm one to talk but that was you know those 
But that's what she wanted was a party, and we did right. it on her birthday. So yeah, that's again, good. at a party, but yeah. So, so I mean, I, I, what I'm saying is, I get the whole like Doreen would like, you know, I completely. I I don't think unless if I die, unless you can make it the most melodramatic soap opera funeral you possibly can, then don't bother crying. Like if, if you're not gonna like shed all the tears, just shed none and have a party. Don't want to talk about that. Okay. Next. All right. <laughs> um, but yes, so I, I thought it was really moving and, you know, I liked Kyle's speech and the fact that she was celebrating her friend and it's, it's just so sad that, you know, she, someone who's her friend since she was a very little girl, you know, up until now. And it, you know, interesting too, the, the part about how Mo wasn't there and Kyle saying that she, I think it would have been harder years or earlier if, if he hadn't been hadn't been there but now she's okay which i guess tells something about their relationship that she doesn't need to lean on him so much and she has all these you know friends including morgan wade who we've seen a lot about and heard a lot about in the press and whatnot and you know people just not wanting to say like the the the, the big part out loud you know about like but basically insinuating like like Dorit saying like oh this is how rumors get started it's like she can be friends with a lesbian without being a lesbian Dorit. right right <laughs> they're not having a, a relationship and also you know? why do people gotta label everything like like they right. couldn't just be having a good time together yeah i think yeah and they're they're just really good friends right so. they're comfortable in each other's company yeah and it's i mean i think because she's so different from kyle people are like well this is makes sense that's like why does it have to make sense to you? It's like she connected to the person, not like, oh, I'm. Why would I be friends with someone who has all these tattoos? I think that's the the biggest thing. People just see like all the tattoos, and it just like blows their mind. Like, why would she, Kyle Richards be friends with this person? And it's like, that's really shallow and stupid to you, like. I agree, but I see. I think. It's weird that you say the tattoos are the standout. To me, it's that weird, seemingly fake Southern accent. <laughs> it's just so sugary sweet. And it's like, does anyone really talk like that? You know, and it's just so weird to me. But like, that's how shallow I get where I'm just like, is that accent real? Like, why would she be faking it? But obviously it's real. But it just it, it's just really out of left field when she opens her mouth and because she's so young out. i don't think it's sugary sweet i think it's just very down home country and people like you see especially in la you wouldn't expect right so you, you'd expect an act almost yeah like is that really her voice but that's you know she's a country artist and that's i don't know where she's from i don't really know her backstory um but well, apparently she is from the South. We'll get and... one of our producers to Google that for yeah. us and let us know. <laughs> producers being us. Well, you know, <laughs> okay. we'll get one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but she seems really, you know, sweet and cool and they are very close. Um, which brings me to another one of Kyle's friends. So, Teddy... Oh, you beat me to it. I say, which, which one? <laughs> oh, sorry. So, Teddy was on this episode and... I I'm just gonna I'm gonna come out of the closet. Well, we've already <laughs> we've already sent you out of the closet. We have already told people you love Teddy Mellon. Well, they might have like you know you know. Oh, maybe this is the first. It. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That was right. like episode one. But yes, I'm a big Teddy fan. I love Teddy on the show. I enjoyed seeing her back in this episode. You know, she of course is there because she's still best friends with Kyle, and she, she was supporting her friend who was going through something, and obviously she probably was friends with Lorene, and she was friends with Kyle, so it made sense for her to be there, plus she's friends with Dorit, 
and Anne Marie and Erica and Crystal to a certain extent. And people who say, like, why is Teddy back? It's like, for those reasons I just said. Also, too, Teddy was invited to Taco Tuesday. She didn't go. She was invited to the weed dinner. She didn't go. So it's not like, you know, she's just like clamoring to be back right. on the show. She's not totally thirsty for attention. Right. She came back for a moment that meant something to her best friend. So that's why she's there. And she One. was very minimally involved in the episode. Like, you could tell she didn't really try to get involved other than that comment to uh, Garcelle. Getting there. So, yeah. So she was miked and all, but she wasn't like, you know, trying to do something or like move story. She's, she's like, I'm here for my friend Kyle. So when you have Garcelle just out of the gate, be like in her confessional, in her confession, all because that's whenever she does this, typical Garcelle, it could, you know, like make, make a Nat joke referencing back to her other Nat joke from like two seasons ago. It's like, we get it, Garcelle. You don't like Teddy. You think she's annoying like a Nat, annoying like a Nat. But is this like, why are you doing this? And then when Teddy, referenced the Nat thing by calling yourself that. And Garcelle's like, oh, I, you know, uh, my case is proven. That's like, no, Garcelle, <laughs> she is making a dig at your shady dig, but you don't get that because your head's up your butt. <laughs> wow, Teddy brings out the best in the end. She really does. No, and again, it just re- reminded me of, like how Garcelle can bug me. Like last week, totally on the Garcelle side, that whole Dorit conversation. Um, obviously, because I was the only side to be on. But like this week, I'm like, why are you doing that? Why are you... I don't under- understand. She like, thinks she's being clever, and but that's what she does. She does it in her, in her confessional, and and just for like a moment, because she knows it's going to be memeing or it's going to be a gif or it's going to be people are talking about on Twitter like oh Garcelle is us da, da, da. I felt especially <laughs> when she was talking about you know the whole grief you know the effect grief can have on people I wanted to be like yes thank you Garcelle the narrator like she's like she's often narrating what happened on the show and I am I wonder if maybe they ask you know that's just a common thing that producers ask is like you know recap what happened and so she recaps it a lot and then they just use hers instead of other people's but still like in this particular case it's like thank you for telling me what grief feels like i appreciate it i mean not to diminish from you know her the grief she was telling her story about but again it just feels very explanatory a lot and it's like i'd rather her be participatory than like right. a, a spectator explaining it's, what's going on. It seems superfluous too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't really need it. I didn't need any of that. I like that we just use explanatory and superfluous, like in the in an actual like conversation. Right. We we like a big word. Fantastic. So like that bugged, and then the Anne Marie thing, which we'll get to in a second. So she had to relay what Anne Marie said about Sutton to Sutton in that moment. To try to move some story along, yeah, and it's like this is, this is not the right place for this. You're at someone's celebration of life. That was a conversation that should have happened like the next day. Like, oh, I didn't want to say anything at the time, you know, wrong place, wrong time. But Anne Marie said blah 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 about you, and it's like. But I mean, it did. Anne Marie did have that tone of like, I'm just trying to start something, and uh-huh. so I guess. You know, if worse came to worse, Garcelle could say, like, I didn't start it. That was all Anne-Marie. She came in here talking about the esophagus thing again. But she wasn't going to say something to her then. Like, you know, she asked, she was trying to feel it out by talking to Garcelle and Crystal about it. So when Garcelle went to, to Sutton and said, oh, Anne-Marie's coming for you, girl. It's like, no. And Sutton quickly shut it down. Like, I'm focusing on, you know, my father and those memories. And, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm focusing on this event and like, why would you start something? And I think like Dorit very correctly said in this moment, 
Garcelle lit the match, threw it out there, and thought there would be a fire ablazing. And Sutton was like, nope, 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 not right now. <laughs> right. And she just looked foolish, Garcelle did, in my opinion. So yeah. that bugged. <laughs> I mean, when we finished I you know, finished the episode, you were like, oh, I have some things to say yeah. about Garcelle. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm you were ignited yeah engaged right and then going back to Anne marie i just don't understand why she is pressed about this esophagus thing it's a really dumb thing to hang your hat on it's really giving NECA vibes <laughs> yeah like, all i know about you is you have a, an esophagus beef <laughs> with sutton just like all I know about NECA is she has a beef about Wendy and some shrines. And it's like, I don't know anything about, well, they haven't done any personal scenes at Rabel. We've talked about that, why we think that's the case. But it's like, why are you continuing to bring this up? It's kind of dumb. And then she threw out like, maybe it's an eating disorder and then denied it. And then and the producers were like, nope, nope, nope. You said it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the fact that she literally had just said it like three sentences before to Crystal and then said, oh, I didn't. What are you talking about? I didn't say that. Like, mm. I think she really was. Yeah, I, I'm not always quick to agree with Crystal, but I was like, yeah, that's a little gaslighty. Yeah, very gaslighty. And then on top of that, like just even to, I mean, it's a little declassé to, to talk about or make subject of someone's eating disorder. Especially when you're talking to someone who has an eating disorder. Which she doesn't know necessarily because Crystal's never shared that with her. But even more, it's like I don't go to a party and start talking, who here has an eating disorder? Let me make fun of it. You know, it's just, you don't do that. It's so, I, I don't know. It, I, I'm chalking it up right now to being caught up in the housewife moment where she's just trying to like but she was saying she's done all this research and like all her medical books and i'm like it, like she's really like up at well, night maybe like she's she, actually pressed about it maybe she's like sutton you're a medical marvel she's like i'm gonna put the kids to bed because like, i gotta do some researching and some googling gotta put my glasses on yeah and really dig up all this, all i can about suffocants suffocants Suffocant. Sutton's esophagus. Suffocant. Uh, <laughs> it's just me start uh, esophagus gate, isn't it? Is that it's ultimately? esophagus gate. Yeah. yeah. How about esophagate? Esophagate, yeah. If I they like know es what's good for them, esophagate. Esophagate. It would be so much easier to say. <laughs> it's dumb is what it is. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not good. But, I mean, at least it's some, frivol from some frivolity. I mean, it's some, you know typical housewives sort of drama to have so yeah. it's petty but then it's also like you know why are you using your medical i don't want to say weaponizing her medical knowledge but yeah she's using her medical knowledge for the worst like right. not healing not in a positive yeah, way exactly yeah um yeah and this also just isn't behavior that gets you asked back for a second season no. especially she, these days it's not good drama yeah yeah yeah, that's really not. And I wonder if her, again, I think with the alleged thing is going on with her, you know, husband, I think that's maybe sealing her um, fate as a housewife. As a woman, to cut out so much that, I mean, unless the producers were like, no, she's gold. We just couldn't get, we didn't have the footage after we had to like take some of those out. That's maybe my not. only guess. I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't see any gold in her yet. <laughs> it's, 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 
I want to say it's early, but it's not. The season's like almost over. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was thinking back when you were like, oh no, when Kyle was talking about like going somewhere quiet and leaving Beverly Hills. And you're like, Beverly oh. Hills without Kyle? Like oh, you, you yeah. almost gasped. When she was like, I basically saying that, you know, after her youngest daughter finishes school, that she would, you know, move to potentially Aspen and that she would enjoy that better than the, the hustle and bustle of Beverly Hills. From behind her gate and her giant... In the valley. Oh, oh well, that's true. <laughs> um, no shade. It's just, it's... Yeah, it's not yeah, actually yeah. Beverly Hills. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I did. I was like, how could they have a show or how could Kyle leave Beverly Hills? I that's... think they would end up doing multiple like Kyle specials from Aspen. Right. <laughs> it's just everybody at Kimosabi. It's just her hanging out there the entire time, lighting hats on fire. <laughs> She buys Kimosabi. For the other side of Aspen. Oh, that's a whole different movie. <laughs> you get that. Yeah. Look it up if you're over 18. Okay. Um, Did you miss uh, Erica in this episode? Because she had COVID. Um, the the eighth housewife. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I honestly didn't miss her. I don't know really what she would have done to stand out. Like, I guess at the, you know, wine tasting, that would have gone, I think, a little bit more raucous. But as far as her, she would have been respectful at the. Uh, oh, for sure. She, not, not like she'd be singing along like she did that one time at Christmas, you know. At, at Diana's. Yeah, she's not uh, doing the, the drinking and pilling. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I, I think you know she was probably tired after like the Dere- uh, the Denise. Yeah. Interactions. It, it got her immune system low, and the, the COVID crept in. So. Fall. And then next week we get to see her doing the dancing. Maybe she'll pat the puss some more. And I hope so. It'll be all I hope good. so. Thrusting out the booty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then more fighting with Sutton and Anne-Marie about the esophagus. Esophagate continues. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least it seems like next week something, not maybe nothing really happens, but at least there's some excitement going on. Right. It's like, ah, I'm yeah. getting your face. Exactly. <laughs> and good old feuding. Suit. Yes. Be nice, yeah. But um, yeah. Anything more about this week? Um, no. I think we hit all the bases. It's weird. I think I need to relocate the way we're sitting because my right side of my body is falling asleep again. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Like I can't feel my toes. I'm like, whoa. That's you gotta... either that or I got a I got a special tingly spidey sense for when the podcast needs to end. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it. So all right. Until next time. Until next time.